It looks like a few people are in a washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> you know that like... Yeah, they do. Spin cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the long, slow wash. It's a bit of that going on, I think. Um, the body work, we found two, two options for you. Thank you. Just to bounce it off Derek, I think he wrote down, he's just getting acupuncture this morning because he's got a... A crazy ear infection. So we thought we did a fair bit of research last time. We found two. So come to us, right? Wow, very cool. Thank yeah, you. no, no problem. I think it happened. Um, uh, I want to talk to you and to anybody who. What I usually do this morning is whomever hasn't been up already. Like we leave space for people who are not first to jump up. So um, I want to say that. Yes, and Mahesh mentioned something to me yesterday. You know how we're talking about potentiality and that movement, which, which it, you know, goes towards existence, where pure consciousness... Where, oh, i gotta, I got to calm you down first, okay? Okay, sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of dualistic perception coming at me. It's like, this is not going to be anything. <laughs> so we've got to step out of that and just... Go back to your own knowing, go back to your own life force. Drop in. Is your body open and relaxed? So see the body there, but you're not the body. See what the mind is doing, and you're not your mind. You're not even the one having thoughts. It's just a radio station. Pull your perception right back to where the interconnectivity of everything, whether you understand that or not, it doesn't matter. But where you merge and everything kind of becomes the same. What's the same is more obvious than what's different. Dissolve back into that. Where we're all the same, where everything is the same. A shared essence. So that means dropping all need for specialness, <clears throat> dropping the lens that sees diversity. Totally dissolving into the sameness. And let's point your awareness to prior to that unified field. Drop in a little bit prior to that. no experience to be had, let it be what it is. There's no grasping. It's just as all you can do is dissolve, merge, disappear, melt. If any one of those words helps, then use it. 
dissolve, melt, disappear. kind of deeper than surrender, because the one who's surrendering isn't there. It's just a dissipating. Some feel it as spaciousness, it doesn't matter. If there is spaciousness, Go deeper. That's your only signal that you can use. Go deeper than spaciousness. So the lenses of perception of going forward to unity, don't go there, but the unified field is there for you. And the dualistic perception, that lens is there for you too, to pick up and set down. But you stay outside of all of it, as deep as you can drop in, outside of all of it, where looking is arising from, but it's not really seeing anything. It's like looking is arising from. So that's why it's difficult to say what the experience is. It's just that looking comes from there. That's, that's all your mind can handle, really. So it's prior to concepts. And prior to any state that we're interested in. If your mind is going nuts, just let it be soft and let the request there deeper than this. Let it be super soft, just deeper than this. Wherever you are, deeper than this. So while there's the looking from that verb, perceiving, or movement that we know is also love, while that is there, there's also a depth of stillness, an abyss that's kind of unnameable but immovable. Completely outside of all of it, untouchable, can't grasp it, can't name it.
movement arises from that stillness. It's about it showing itself to you. It either shows itself or it doesn't, don't worry. And if you're hanging out in the field of potentiality where there's love, that's, that's fine. But where does the love arise from? Where does potentiality come from? And so different traditions have different names for this. Wherever you're looking from, stay there and let your eyes open, but don't shift forward into story. As deep as you are, stay there. And if you stayed in story mode, me, myself, all the time, so what? What's important <coughs> is leaving the space. That's what's important. There isn't a right or wrong. It's the availability that you're offering for your essence to show itself. That's what's important. About a third of you still have your eyes closed. That's all right. If, if, if they just won't open, that's fine. But just know yourself that can I stay there and let information come in through my eyes? So in your own time, when you're ready to do that. So if, if you can recognize, okay, that potentiality field, that movement, love, the arising of the verb, looking, because there's nobody looking at anything, it's just looking, or perceiving. And those kind of absolute frequencies of, of beauty, truth, some of you can taste those. In, in the Hindu tradition, that's Shakti. That's, and Shakti is movement, or the divine feminine. And the stable, unchanging, Still, still tank of water, Shiva. So the creative we call the feminine, and the immovable one is the destructive one. It's like the fall versus the spring, and the destructive one, who has a sword and who stands with autonomy and authority, is the Shiva part, the masculine part. Now, in our very dualistic brains, we really want to separate the male and female. And it's like, uh, the, the only way that this place works is because they're together. It's because there is a, a, a sword and compassion. It's because there is creative and destructive as one cycle. It only works in combo. Only works in combo. None of this would happen. But we're so good at separating everything 
we have like feminine over here and masculine over here, and you're kind of tilted one way or the other, and you're probably out of balance. It's like, really? Because the two are just completely integrated. And you know from the yin-yang, another tradition that has the very same thing, and there's a little dot of the yin and the yang, and there's a dot of the yang and the yin. You know that symbol? So it's, it's the... I don't want to say marriage because it brings too much into dualistic. It's the, it's the partnership. <coughs> it's the partnership of, of, of the male and female energy. So, I gave a talk at a conference last weekend. And one, of the, one of the topics was looking at styles of spiritual teaching. And when it's all about welcome this, Welcome everything. Whatever arises, welcome it. That's a real feminine thing. That's a real feminine thing. But there are times when you have to cut and transcend. And you need discipline and self-authority and you need to like crap or get off the pot. And there's a male. So just transcendence of everything will deny the heart opening. Just welcoming everything, you'll never transcend a freaking thing. You'll never, you'll just have a nice approach for including everything. And you'll hang out in unity consciousness and you actually won't get the wisdom of transcendence at all. So there's, there's, you know, as spiritual teachers we need to talk about that too. Like, are, are you somebody who loves to welcome everything? I welcome that, I welcome it all. And do you avoid transcendence? Or are you into transcending everything but you don't actually just completely welcome and love all those broken bits? A bit of both. It's yin and yang. It's Shiva and Shakti. That's, that's really how the whole thing is composed. So when it comes right down to our dualistic selves, both Shiva and Shakti need to be present there too. Or we're denying the core of how it all arose in the first place. Is it making sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Mahesh, is there anything else that I, I forgot about that? Was that? Thank you. That's okay. Right. Okay. I just wanted to pop that in there. And you know, spiritual teaching in the West, it's, it's very young, you know? It's very young. So we're, we're just kind of learning our way, really, and how to make it our own, you know? So all the more reason for you to have your own autonomy, you know? At the end of the day, you're just responsible for your own journey. At the end of the day, you are. So get whatever help you can, wherever. But at the end of the day, there's you carrying the can for you. Yeah. And that's fine. That's the way it needs to be. Yeah. If it's not like that, then there's parts that won't be developed, that won't be cultivated. You know? There's things you glide over and I'm not into that. Okay. We have a microphone. Is there anybody who wants to talk from the floor or would you like to come up? Like to come up? Yeah. Hi. Hi. So coming up is the scariest thing for me. 
bring this even closer and make it scarier then. (laughs) It's really, really scary. Okay. So, two things. The very first night you talked about, and you talk about it continually, going deeper than spaciousness. Okay, that is blowing my mind. Okay. Because I've been in spaciousness. Spaciousness has been pretty available for me. Yeah, yeah. And I have been kind of going, this is pretty sweet, but is this all there is? Okay, aha. So something has known that there's more. Yes. Yeah. Can you guys hear? Mm-hmm. You have a very yes. gentle voice. It's okay, that's great. Okay. Perfect. And the other thing that I have been basically quaking inside since you, we were speaking about it yesterday is the embodiment piece. Um, I've had some radical body things. Can you hold the mic closely? Yes. I've had some radical body things happen like in the last seven years. The most recent is I got a pacemaker in May of this year. Yep. And all of these these body things completely out of left field because I've been extremely healthy. And so getting consciousness in the body, I feel like I'm I'm I have some issues with. And ever since you talked about the embodiment piece, I've been, you know, it feels like I'm having a minor heart attack. I mean, I know I'm not, because I'm, that's not how I'm, that's not going to be one of my escape routes this lifetime. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I just wanted to present that and see if there's some help or some consciousness or something that you could point me in the direction of, because it, you know, I'm kind of scared if I'm going to manifest something else. Maybe I feel like I'm not paying attention in some way. Okay. 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 So just just to revisit what we were talking about with Barbara the other day, people who tend to have really good health for a long time, and then things start to like, you get a log jam of issues, yeah. you know? There is a shock that happens in your system. Yes. There's shock. Homeopathy will get rid of that. Aconite will get rid of that. There's ways of dispelling that shock. So to calm down the shock, because it can tend to uh, interfere with with your understanding of what's going on with your body. So the shock is a separate thing. Okay. So parking the shock. Okay. Talk to me about the fear of the embodiment. I want to know what the fear is. Where is there a fear that comes up? The quaking and fear are a couple of words you used. Let's give that a bit of space and voice. Let's explore it a bit. I'm just getting this big blank space. All right. I felt... um, I mean, I guess we're always teaching what we need. Um, I'm a somatic experiencing... I'm a therapist, and I... That's all I do, is I help people come into their bodies all the time. Um... Honestly, I'm just, when I'm inquiring into the fear of embodiment, when I say that, I just feel like I'm in this huge 
quiet space and I don't feel fear in this moment. Yes. And what does the body have to say? If you were to not edit its voice at all, what would it say? to be here. There's too much suffering here. Um, it's, it's funny because I used to live in that space of feeling I don't want to be here, but I don't anymore. I mean, I feel, I feel when I'm really present, which I can be at will, it's heaven. I mean, yes. it's all as well. Yes. But I think there's a certain way that there's a denying of something in me or there's some, like, pleasure that I'm not allowing myself to really drink in. I yes. don't know. You yes. Know? Yes. You know, I was thinking about, um, we were talking about that ice cream addiction, the addictions, yeah. and I was thinking sometimes, you know, I, have, I want that ice cream bar, and I was going through that process as yeah. we were working with that yesterday. And I, if there's some way where I give, 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 I'm doing a lot of outputting. And there's something about the ice cream that's like, oh, this is my one thing for me. Yes. So, so that makes me feel emotional. Yes. So there's something there. Yes. Um, yeah. There's, there's some conditioned story about, um, I don't know, I have to be there for others, yes. not for me. Yes. And I, I know that's the I, me, my story, but there's some place in conditioning I feel like I'm still stuck. Yes. You know, and I thought I was interested in, I have... Just in this weekend, <clears throat> I got two emergency texts from clients, and I never get emergency texts. I don't have those types of clients, but I have, you know, I'm in crisis, SOS, and I just thought, isn't it interesting that this just showed up in this weekend that I set aside for me? For you. Yeah. And um, so there's some, I think there's some, I don't even know if it's, you know, there's an awareness of it, of maybe it's a, a just a, karmic thing of sacrificing self there's something that's still running me where I you know I guess I don't know you know because I think about the other two um, I was talking to Aunt Marie on on the drive over that the series of weird accidents started was breaking my knee and um, then breaking my pelvis, but getting thrown off a horse. But they gave me opportunities to do nothing. To stop. To stop. And so there's something in that. There's something in that. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. And one other piece I'll throw into this tapestry. I feel like I'm all over the place. No, but, you're fine. You're doing fine. Um, just last week, I had an experience that... I now see was, I feel like, prepping me to come here, and it was um, 
an awareness. I woke up in the morning feeling very, very expanded, and there was a series of things happened where I got really worked up and anxious, and there were a million things I needed to handle. But I did not leave the spaciousness, and I watched and witnessed, I call it my, it's like my little doer, I like a hysterical doer who lives inside me who just gets really worked up and excited and anxious and can multitask. And I just had a kind of a, a amused, loving feeling towards that aspect of myself all day, and I just let her do, you know, it was like I yes. was watching. Yeah. I never left the watcher, I, and I didn't judge myself for being kind of hysterical and crazy and busy and uh-huh. doing way too much. And I just enjoyed her. Yes. But I wasn't her. And yes. I was also witnessing the toll it took on my nervous system. Yes. To do that. Yes. But there was this space yes. that was very intriguing. I'm so glad you've had that experience. Mm-hmm. That's our way out. Okay, that's good news. That's our way out, yeah. Great. Whew. Because there's one of two things. There's either a capacity to allow the, the, the busy doer yes. without identification, yes. or else that practice has to go all together because you've no other option except when she arises. That is the way identification happens. Yes. And then there's no option, but okay, actually, you change your lifestyle completely because... It's like an addiction. It's like I actually just have to cut it out because it's, I, I can't get separation from it. Mm-hmm. But if you've had that glimmer, that, that split just last week, it's like, all right, okay. So here, what, what will happen for you is that you'll work in a different way. So over time, you'll go, oh my God, this is exhausting. Some part of me is noticing the depletion of my nervous system and I'm a wreck. And what am I really achieving anyway? Who am I kidding? There's going to be work creates more work, you know? Yes. The more we do, the more, the more we have to do. It's like, that's the nature of it. It's just infinite. So, so the noticing of what it does to your system will be the very thing that makes you deplete the neurosis that goes with being busy. Great. You see? So that's the way it will head out. But the willingness to end identification with the doer, you've, you've got to leave that here today. Could you say that, say that again yeah. and say it a different way? Okay. The pattern of being the doer, all the other times of when you are the busy one, yes. just working your butt off, when you're not observing the doer, the pattern of being her, whatever your system gets out of it, making a difference, contributing, being of use, being of service, whatever it is, you know, exercising that feminine that can hold making change in people's lives, all the list. It can go on and on and on and on and on. You've got to see that all of these are just keeping the ego in place. Yes. Yes. The absolute isn't concerned about saving itself. That's great. It's not. That's so great. It's not bothered by suffering because it's creating the whole dynamic in order to have an experience. Now, if somebody is emotionally immature, that's a ticket to be a jerk. <laughs> Do you know? That's like... Oh, I don't have to do anything. And it's like, oh, jeepers, get out and get your hands dirty and get in. You have to get in in order to get out, you know, to develop the maturity to know how it works. But for you, but for you, 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 you've done enough service, actually. 
I don't see any remaining karma there. Really? I don't see any remaining karma there. I don't. The thing is to let service be done from a place of no identification. Let service be done from a position of watching it. You do have to learn that skill. That is a karmic pattern that you must develop. You need to learn how to do that, actually. Service from a place of non-identification. Absolutely. Letting service happen through the form, but you're watching, completely watching. That does that does need to happen. That is on your path, and it's like it's a new groove. It's a new groove, you know, and and will have ripple effects as well that you don't need to worry about. But I think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So being the doer, the one who's doing the heavy lifting, you got to leave that here today with all its bells, whistles, benefits. All of it. All of it. Leave it here. Leave it here. Okay. Okay. So you'll have to watch yourself like a hawk. Okay. <laughs> you will. Because they'll be like, oh, I'll just do this thing. I'll just return that call. I'll just, I'll just see that person. I'm exhausted, but I'll just, it's like, stop. Stop right now. And the ego will go, oh my God, you're being so selfish. Really, if you were that person, you would have loved somebody to reach out. How can you do this and turn away? And it's like, I hear you, ego. I hear you. I hear you. And I'm not going to rise to it. Something else is going to take over there. I'm not that indispensable. I'm not buying that bullshit. You see? So you'll have to watch those tricks. They're going to come hot and heavy. You, you'll get SOSs. You'll have to, because you're going to have to be pushed and pulled, no? How do I tell if there's something to respond to versus the doing? Like, is it going to have a different flavor? It's going to come just come from a different place? It'll come from a different place. Because I could see me just going, I'm not doing anything, but that doesn't work. If you need to do that for a bit, fine. Okay. If you need to do that for a bit to just disconnect and come back to it in a different way. Like Brandy yesterday in meditation, it's like sometimes you just got to cut it and, and see what it's like after you've kind of shifted a bit. If you can afford to do that, that'd be a great thing to do. Is just do nothing. Just do nothing for a while and come back to it differently. But if you don't come back to it differently, well, you just took a vacation. You know, yeah. that's fine, but that's not really what we're at here. Okay. So, so the more you stay in observer as you work, the more, and he might, you know, every story is going to come up. God, I'm becoming quite cold. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my skill to be empathetic. I'm, all of this bullshit is going to come up to try and go back to the old MO. Right? So you've got to say, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. So what? When you come from observer, you'll operate in a different place. You'll operate from a different place. And after a while, you begin to recognize, oh my God, it's much easier from here. This is much more natural. You know? I hear the signal that I'm exhausted much faster. My override button of what I need myself is gone. And these changes, start to notice these changes. So it'll change how you approach your work and how you present to your own clients. Do you see? Yes. So it's a real learning. How do I operate like this? You will lose some clients. 
Welcome. Fine. Fine with me. Yes. I have a few in mind. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because the dysfunction in us attracts the dysfunction in others yes. and, and they yes. won't be ready to go with you. And so, you know. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Yeah, you're doing fine, you know. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, Tom. How are you doing? Thank you. Good. You're just perfectly what I was feeling. Um, talking about the clients, but it was I was I was watching you. It was from that steel place. And what it was, I wasn't involved. There was, it, it was a new experience. It's obviously I've experienced before, but it was what arose was I haven't seen it's coming out. I haven't experienced this view before, and extremely frightening what came up because I wasn't participating in it. Is that making sure. sense? It was yes. a whole. Because we've, we've talked about transcendent experience, we talked about love, and my question was. It comes, the love we were speaking about was transcendent. It, was, it couldn't be reached by mind. Yes. Uh, that's, and this experience also, it, it can't be reached by mind. Um, yes. It's, but when it does occur, I do see, the mind sees that and goes, this is, this is a little tense here. Is that making sense? What I'm so your mind has like little red flags. Something, yeah. When, when, when it's not running the ship or it doesn't have a full uh, grasp, is that yeah, it? I okay. would say so, yeah. Or okay. at least in that, that time. Now, I, yeah. I've told you before, in my experience, nothing changes. This is always the same. The, this goes on, but there's something that never changes. Yes. Never, never moves. Yes. There's, there's no time. It's just, yes. it's always there. Yes. However... The Shiva part. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's. I see that's who I am, but I don't believe it. You know, because that and and I've actively sometimes rejected accepting that. I know I do. It's just I come. No, I'll, I'll go for the experience here, whatever that may be, football game or whatever. You know, I could be. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, and when I do see that, okay, I'll go back. But it's there's a very constant little war going on there. Yeah. That's a lot of tension. Yeah. Um, is this making sense? It does. It does. Am I getting anymore? So, <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm wondering, yeah, let's explore and see. So a decision has been made to go towards the experience that's the first part. And the second part is that there's some... I really don't want to believe it. I'm more interested in that one right now. I want to believe it. I, I want to believe I want it. To, yes. There's, I want to believe it. I, I, I want it. It's like, I want this. Yeah, but the one who says, I want it, is the one that can't have it. It comes from a knowing. You see? Because if desire is active, then the ego is trying to grasp something. So if you want it, we usually kind of like see it and there's a recognition. But, and, but if desire is coming with you, then, then the ego wants to use it in some way for its own benefit. So the safety valve is actually let's go back into experience. 
That's the safety valve. Okay. Because if the ego goes back and grabs the absolute identity, then we have a little bit of a mess. Then we have like abuse of power. We have something that's short-circuiting. The knowing that you are the absolute, that doesn't have an I want cruising around. Okay. This is, it's, the I wanting though is, is very deep. It's not like here. It's yeah. more oh, here or something. It's, that's not, it's deeper within the layer of thinking. So tell me what it wants. I'll, I'll just go back. You know, once I sat with you and all of a sudden I said, I don't want enlightenment. I don't know if you remember. And it's like, it's like oh, it's a big thing. And then later on I thought, it's like, just another thought. That's right. It's just another thought. Yeah. And it's not a big deal. Yeah. But I sometimes wonder, is that what's still percolating somewhere on a very subtle level? It's another version of it, yes. Yeah, it's some, but it's, it's much deeply, more deeply embedded. Yeah. Yeah, this one is deeper, yeah. 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 However, on the other hand, seeing transcendence, like it's like nothing moves, it's so, it's there. It was like, I was like oh God, this is, you talk about beauty. It just, it, it can be overwhelming. Overwhelmingly I, exquisite, yes. I was just watching it. Oh, damn it, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've, yeah, I've yeah. had experiences where it's just, you're speechless. Yeah. And it happens. Absolutely. Um, you brought the little baby. I was, uh, was in three deliveries Friday morning. Uh-huh. And you see these little things. And, and the parents are crying over their baby. And yeah. How? how you can't get any more beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Absolutely magical moments. Yeah. But, and I'll, I'll back up. The other thing that's, you were talking about Shiva and Shakti and the, the unity. That was, that's what's really grabbed me this weekend. Um, you, you can't, I can't explain it, but there's, a, you're, you're emphasizing unity. There's no difference within the unity. That's right. Am I just being stupid? I'm talking like this. I don't, no, you're doing fine. <laughs> you're 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 doing fine. You're, you're you know you're just finding words for something that's kind of but you really what I want to get back is to where you're talking about this little yeah. this push pull thing. Yeah, there's a, a really, resistance. There's a resistance yeah. to, to truth. Still, yeah. now we, yeah. and you kind of I came up with a realization back in February. You led me a big challenge. I think I've met it. Maybe there's some residual, but. If you ask me, I would say the arrogance is about 95% evaporated. Well done, Tom. I think, I'm, you can tell me, you, yeah. I know you can see through stuff, so... Because it, it still will rise, Sure. but I see it... You see it quickly. Okay, yeah. enough. That's great. Don't act on it. Well done. I believe that. I really do. Well done. Um, well done. Okay, so that's... Right. Are you getting to know the energy of humility that has a potency? Humility oh, totally. that's not a doormat, but true humility, authentic humility. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's a beautiful energy. It's a, yeah. yeah it's, and, Very authentic. And it's got people say, oh, you did a nice job. So, well, no, I just, oh, <laughs> I was given to me. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't make it up. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's just. Yeah, that's just there. Um, but the push pull thing. 
Because All right. You're, you're giving me this little grin here. I don't know. I am, yeah, because I'm, gl- I'm glad you're onto this resistance, this little nut. But it's, it's, it's so stinking subtle. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 like, yeah. Right at the end. Yeah. I suspect that and fear and terror are kind of real close together. Yes. Yes. It has to have some emotional uh, um, potency, you know, yeah. connection to the emotional body. Otherwise, we wouldn't take any notice of it, really. Yeah. You know? Because why was I afraid that, oh, there should be all this? But what was really I was sensing was this faint level of terror yeah. underneath. That's right. That's right. So do you obey the terror or not? No. Yes, just see it for what it is. So the, I want it, I don't want it, either version is the same thing. I'd love to take you to a place of true surrender, not because Jack said it, but where you find, actually, you can have your way. I bow down to you. I bow down to you. you what I really am, it's, I'm handing it over to you. And it's like a movement that requires the absence of arrogance. Because arrogance will stop you from going there. Do you see? Because arrogance is the belief in personal power. So as that dissolves, as that dissolves... I'm inviting you to recognize how the personal eye is, inco- is completely impotent, actually. Yeah. Really impotent. So I want you to kind of see, have it exposed to yourself that, gosh, what I think I am, really, really, is that really going to be supported? It, it, it's nothing. It's the play of what I really am, imagining it separate. So while there is you wanting or not wanting waking up, it's still the desire to push it or pull it towards you. It's still desire. Either way. Either way. Either way. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. It's the same thing now, you see. Yeah. Pull and push is the same energy. Sure, sure. It's like, I want, I don't want, I want, I don't want. It's okay. this motion. It's yeah. activity. Yeah, it is. And, 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 and it's desire. Yeah. It's, it's like, I have an opinion here. I'm pulling or I'm pushing. But I have an opinion here and I'm, and I'm making it felt. You see? I do. So, I do. I know what it is. All right. So how does the absolute recognize that pull and push personal identity, which is itself, it's still the absolute. But something kind of eclipses the absolute when that pull and push is going on, the position vis-a-vis enlightenment. You know, it, it just eclipses the absolute and it's like, but um, you know what you are is the absolute. You know that. And yet you're giving some space to the absolute playing as, as if he can make a decision in this. You're giving ear to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah. I've, I've seen that. Yeah. 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 So what is it that says, rather than knowing I'm the absolute and there is the ego with its position and its opinion on, on enlightenment versus let's eclipse the absolute. And this is my position around enlightenment. This is my position. This is what I think. And I'm going to run this resistance. 
What is it that eclipses the seeing that the absolute is doing the resistance? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd drop it. Otherwise, you'd drop it. Yeah. You would. Because you'd yeah. see the play and you'd yeah. see that, oh, that's just ridiculous yeah. to run that idea. Yeah. So something, and it's quite likely that this is an example of which there are a few where you eclipse the absolute perspective. You just shut it out a little bit so that there's more reinforcement in the personal. Right? I'm sure. I, I, that has, because I can't, it, I just don't see it being limited here. That's right. But... Maybe not, but I'm open to the possibility of other... Yeah, I, I think it's, it's an underlying pattern, and this is one of the ways it shows up. Yeah. Where enlightenment, do I want it, do I not, is the topic. But I think you have a pattern, a, a wiring that just locks over the knowing that you are the absolute playing as Tom. Somehow you just pull the curtain over it and, and enjoy playing as Tom and imagining that you have choice and you run that story. I want to know what juice you're getting out of that. Because you still come to satsang. So it's like you go into the world and then you go to satsang. You go into the world and you go to satsang. You know? Yeah. 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 So the into the world, what happens there that you shut down the knowing that you are the absolute? Because otherwise it wouldn't be possible to choose experience. It wouldn't. Because when the knowing that you are all of it... You, you wouldn't choose experience. You just wouldn't. Experience happens and you, 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 there isn't enough of you invested in the experience in order to attach to it, like it, reject it. Do you see? Utterly. Utterly. How exhausting that is. Oh, completely exhausting. I just like, oh. Yeah. I just feel it. Yeah. 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 Something shuts down that absolute perspective, you know? I'm at a loss, Jack. I'm truly... Good. I'm, okay, that's, I'm at a loss with this. I, there's a lot of energy here. Um, so, in a regular day, do you... How is your access to the absolute? <coughs> Glad you asked. Because I I do it's sometimes I can be so focused that it becomes so much automaticity in the actions that I do that there is no thought there's no thinking going on yeah uh, and then in fact I'll do something and I'll go oh that's pretty clever so it just arises so when you're talking about activity coming from source that's happening yes that does yes uh, and some and, and then there are other times I will be purposely stop back and just say. Who am I? Or this too. Yes. You know, so. And when you say one of those things, who, who am I or this too, or not this, not this, or whatever, right. is there access to outside of all of it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, but it, it's maybe just a split second. Yeah. But it stops that yeah. grind. Yeah, the opening happens. Yeah. Good. It stops that grind. Good. So it's, I, I, this is, this, you know, satsang is such a little bubble of wonder and life and light, but the, the real meat of Unity is outside these doors. You know, that's, that's where the rubber hits the road. And in fact, I, I told Bart, we got back to the room last night, and I, I saw myself, I said, oh, I'm, I'm now into Thomas back in the room consciousness. You know, it was, that, oh, it was just automatic. So when you notice that Tom is here present and Tom is back in the room, 
as often as you can remember, make a crack to the absolute. Make a crack. You've got to keep making a crack because you have a very effective way of pulling a curtain over it and moving into experience. You're able to do that. You really are able to shut down the knowledge of who you really are. So where we need to go is walking that path more frequently. It's like, wow, this is totally Tom here. So to, to split, you know, make an opening, you know, to crack the matrix. The more frequently you do it... That's really... That's okay. The more frequently you do it. Take it on like an obsession. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The who am I? The creating a crack, creating a crack, creating Just a crack. Keep, Just keep, keep doing it. I, I, I don't know if there's any other way, really, when I'm kind of feeling into your system. You might have to do a bit of hard slog, you know? Because, because the muscle of moving towards experience and shutting off the absolute, you're investing in that still. I know. You're investing in it. I, just even looking at it is giving it power. You're giving it the Yeah, yeah, because when you look at it, you, you, yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. You talked about regrets. You just mentioned something about regrets. Just forget about it. I had this wonderful experience with you, and some of you may have been here. And it was—I sunk into this abyss. It was beyond incredibility. And I got up afterwards, and you asked me, and I gave a really smart-ass answer in response. And I really regret that. <laughs> However, the experience was spontaneous. It just happened. So I have that somewhere in my head. I, I trust perhaps that absolutely will just say enough, enough, and take over. That's, that's sort of a wish. And so you are the absolute right now, saying enough. Enough, yeah. Maybe that's what's needed. But within that experience, was very clear that any activity, any motion of mind, it was not absolute. Any movement, and I'd have a thought, like, oh, I gotta chill, chill, jack this experience. And then the next thought would be, chuck that thought. Because you could describe once where you were chucking things. Yeah. And then I said, wait, that's also an activity. And yes. Just know, yes. chuck the chuck. Right? Okay, yes. 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 It's that, it's that letting go that just, it's, that's the most difficult thing to do. Okay, so we're playing with... We're playing, I know. Yeah, I, I we're don't playing. need to drag this out. No, no, you're me. fine. You're fine. I'm just watching... The play and wondering, mm, mm, what, what, what's cruising around here? Because we're talking about different things, but there's no kind of like, okay, consolidation, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, hmm, is this, is this how it works in the time mind? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. Well, yes, it does. Ah, uh, okay. But it's, it's inclusive, and some of these things I just wanted to share with you. Yeah, okay. That's... Okay. My uh, says about rehearse. This is part of some 
kind of a mini rehearsal I had. Yeah. I just wanted to talk this over. Yeah, yeah, okay. So going forward then, are you chucking the chucking and doing nothing and surrendering? Are you taking the position of, actually, I am the absolute and enough and zero tolerance for, for, for the pull to go into experience, for the pull to shut down the awareness of who I am. And it's just like, I am no longer doing that and I'm just going into DTs of the personal eye. Or are you going to just get almost like an obsession of self-inquiry to keep going back? So we talked about different options, but there's no commitment to any. Just kind of interesting. We have three different approaches. Do you see? Oh, I do. Mm. No, 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 I do. Mm. So we explore it. Let's mm. time to flush the toilet here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Not to be crude. No. It's fine. We all do that. Let's do... Okay. The self-inquiry thing. The self-inquiry one. Let's see where that goes. All right. That's that, that, that's a start. There's a PCB thinking, doing absolute will get overshadowed. Aha, good. I think I know know myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my concern would be the five percent mm-hmm. of the arrogance would gain legs there. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So let's get your beloved wife. To remind you. Okay. Get her in on it. And when, when she says, tune into the absolute, when you're like, Jesus woman, let me alone, that's when you really need to do it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Know that the resistance, she'll be able to smell the resistance. And your tendency will be to, of course, crank up the resistance because... When you've forgotten the absolute, there's resistance at play. That's how it is for you. It's resistance to waking up. That's what it is now. Uh-huh. You see? Yeah. yeah. So the resistance will get projected. The resistance will arise. Let it come and spit it out and then drop back. Don't suppress the resistance. I want it out. Okay. Right? Yeah. So out and do the exercise anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about practicalities once you come to it, and I'm, I'm not trying to. No, you're fine. Uh, to drag this out, the, we come to a split in the road: either freedom or practicality. Yeah. Last time we were here, I chose practicality. Yeah. But yeah, as I come to this, I says, "Okay, I'm making practicality a choice, and I'm still choosing freedom. That I will make, I will find freedom within practicality. It's all unity. Now I don't make that a rule." You know, sort of just step. What's the word I'm looking for? It's a little trick of the mind. Okay. Some sort of, you know, way of smoothing things over. Okay. But, okay, this is the path I'm taking. Um, Is that fair enough? To to say that? Or am I just BSing myself? I think there's more BS than anything else in there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. No, I'm good with that. Um, Yeah. I think there is, um, yeah, I, I just smell something. Okay. All right. I just smell something. 
the next thing is it, it, it tied in with this was just maintaining work. I have some projects at yeah. work. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I want to do them. Yeah. I'm invested in them. Fine. Um, and I do a good job, and I see yeah. a moral imperative of what I'm doing. Right. And, and I feel that I can teach that. Perfect. Show that. Perfect. So that's the practicality I'm referring that's to. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. You have a different connection with work now. You've, okay. You've done something. You have a different connection with it. Okay. You know? So where's the BS? Okay. So, so the practicality and the absolute are not so separate. They're not so separate. Okay. Your mind is seeing them as separate, as if there's a choice. So doing self-inquiry while the Tom character does his work. Yeah. They're one and the same. The either-or divide is the bullshit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the bullshit. Yeah. It, it, it used to be there. You, you've, you've come a long way, you know? It used to be there. It's gone. It's, it's gone, you know? That layer of division, you know, it's like they're they're actually much closer now than they're much closer. Like you used to talk about work, and you'd always talk about money, always talk about money. You're not talking about money at all this time, do you know? And it's like, okay, the whole landscape, your relationship with work has changed. It's changed, so you've cut off a lot of the the dross, you know. And so as a result, the, the, the division of like the absolute versus this, it's like, they're not too different. Your mind wants to see them as separate because it's like experience of the absolute. But the more we talk about it, actually, like, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's the bullshit. So here's your unity. Yeah. Yeah. So as you're doing your projects and as the pull is there to, to, to complete what you need to complete, it's perfect. It's much cleaner now. Do what you need to do. And you're constantly doing it in self-inquiry. Don't be the one who's doing these initiatives. Don't claim ownership. Don't let the arrogance build up. Don't claim status. Do not be special. None of that, Tom, or I'll be after you with an axe. Like, really, really, you've come too far now. Don't be, don't be you know, having bells and whistles on your, your new, the new direction of your career. Do you see it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how you move forward is much more an integrated path. I see challenges, definitely. Um, Part of the project is needing the ownership to keep the job, you know, kind of thing. Um, Yeah, but don't believe it. You're just playing a role. Great, thank you. Don't believe it. You can champion something. Yeah. And you know, it's like, from the perspective of the absolute, this is like playing with Legos, you know? (laughs) But phenomenally, it can be earth-shattering. But... but which which perspective, really, are you invested I'll in? Take truth. Take truth. I'll Please take truth. truth. Yeah. I, I, I do. <coughs> I truly, truly, truly believe and trust that it's all going to work out. Yes. I truly believe that. 
Yes, good. It does. It's all the absolute. Of course it works out. Only the mind is the, is the one that says there's something, you know, potentially off. It's just the mind. I'm sorry, it's all right. We did, we did a few layers to go through. No problem. It's no problem at all. Hmm. Yeah, sure. You're welcome. Mahesh, would you like to come up? Oh, you're going to make me. <laughs> is this a first? Yeah. It is a first. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Well, thank you. <laughs> I don't know if I can say it's good to be here in the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> or not. What, it's you good to do talk- something new. Yes, something new. Mm-hmm. But when you were talking with Tom, it's so related. I so related to it because I was feeling things like that myself and I was looking at it from the back doing coming forward and I had butterflies Aha. when you were talking about it in terms of how not taking ownership letting go and stepping back so I just wanted to talk with you about that yes so so invariably it's investment when there, we need investment for there to be ownership And you can say, I don't own it, but actually I have a desire for the outcome. Mm -hmm. So the investment is stickier than the ownership. Right? I've Mm -hmm. seen a lot of people say, no, no, there's no no ownership, but by gum, is there a desire for the outcome? Mm -hmm. So we got to look at the two of them. Right? Investment as well as ownership. It's the position really is, you know, that you're able to see how the character plays. Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit of mental gymnastics in that... You have to be in observer mode, but also have honor and integrity in the delivery of it. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing as stinky as being careless about the delivery of something because, you know, because it really doesn't matter. Because we're grabbing spiritual concepts about, well, I'm not the doer anyway. And then we're careless about the outcome. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. that's the arena. Okay. Okay. And how to let go? I mean, when you were talking with Tom again, you were just talking about stepping back and seeing the play. And I often catch myself being like an observer yes. and watching the play. And invariably it would happen that I will get caught in the play. And then pulling back from being caught in the play as one of the characters then becomes a little hard. Yes. And that's the challenge I feel at times I have, that I'm not a character in the play. I'm just an observer watching the play with no interest in or stake in the outcome of the play. So what happens when you go from that position mm-hmm. to like getting caught in it? Well, I get engaged. I get engaged in the play. So what but is it? What is it? Like engagement can happen mm-hmm. with, without, without ownership. Yeah. And that's where I, sometimes it happens I'm not engaged, I'm an owner, yeah. owner. Yeah. and other times I find myself that I'm owning it. Okay. And I want to be able to pull back without owning it and just watch. Yes. Just as nothing but the play. So when it happens like this, that sometimes we, we get caught and sometimes we can stay observer, mm-hmm. it's usually a value system that we still have 
um, attachment to that turns on the ownership. So what values, can you identify what the hooks are? Because it will be a value system. Achievement driven. Human driven. Achievement. Achievement driven. Ah. Growing up with that in India and here. Yeah. Achievement. Yeah. More in terms of, to use the terminology, satisfaction from completing a task. And... You know, and making sure the task that is completed or the outcome is a good, I mean, good product. And that gives you what? Satisfaction and a job well done. Okay, satisfaction and a job well done. All right. Is the absolute interested in those? No, and that's why I have to learn more in terms of putting back and saying, well, it's done and gone with less do something different or put back. So, you know, somebody else might say that the job is really poorly done. Possible there are as many people have many opinions. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So for you to run, ah, that's, that's well done. There you have your standard of what's well done and then you give yourself the reward of the feeling of satisfaction. Mm -hmm. That is my satisfaction, yeah. my standards, from yes. that the job is done what other people feel and other people say, yes. I really don't care. Yes. Let it go at that. Yes. So you're running your own loop. <laughs> yes. And basically my response has been that if you could do it, if you can do it better, have at it. If you can do it better? Have at it. Do the job. All right. Okay. So I, once I finish, I have no ownership. And even when I'm doing a project, I don't have ownership per se as if other people want to, you know, contribute or give ideas, that's fine. Yes, yes. Yes, but that's, that's a skill. That's a hiding place for, yeah. yeah. But that's what I was relating to when you were talking with Tom and the butterflies in Muslamakara, recognizing that I hide behind that. Yes. And I got to learn to yes. let go of that. Yes. Exactly. So for some people, we, you can see, okay, the character plays like that. The character likes to perform well and gain satisfaction out of it. For you, it feels very sticky. Yeah. It, it feels very sticky. I, I don't think the Mahesh character is going to be able to uh, maintain the standard and enjoy the satisfaction and you get distance from it. It's like, mm, 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 that value system is too deep in there. So what's the solution? Yes. Yes. Do you apply to big projects or is, is, it, is it all around the place? I mean, can it be to a meal, preparing a meal? Can it apply into little daily things? Well, I mean, I used to cook, but I don't cook anymore, which is Jean's complaints about. But it doesn't, it's mostly for big projects. Uh, it's more projects, I'm happy, I finish, it's done. Yeah. So if we were to cut your access to feeling satisfaction, because mm -hmm. I think the hook is to the satisfaction. I think the hook is to the satisfaction. Well, when I say satisfaction, I mean satisfaction in, in terms of the project is done. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about spending time or doing things on Yes. It. And there's completion and there's yeah. rest and all the rest of it. Satisfaction of the completion. 
So if you were never again to feel that? Would have no interest in doing products. Would you have no interest? Mm. So where is the big fall in that? <laughs> where is the big trap? Well, if you're motivated to do something by the reward that you get, the feeling of satisfaction, mm-hmm. well then, heck, don't do them. Well, i give you a specific example. Yeah. Yeah. And last year I worked on a project. It was assigned to me. But once I started working on the project, I wanted to do a good job. And I think I did. But it took a lot of time, over a four-month period. But the job was done and... You know, and uh, I was happy I was finished because I had more free time then. But it wasn't a project that I took upon myself. It was given to me based on my position at the board. So I don't go looking for big projects. Ah. But they come my way. Ah. And you don't have the ability to say no when they come your way? Well, it's because it's related, I felt I didn't have the ability. Uh, say no. Uh, but otherwise, I don't always take on. Okay. I say no. Okay. With somebody else. So, in a scenario like that, how potent is the desire for the outcome, the satisfaction well done? Well, satisfaction is associated with completing the project, not in terms of the, what happens after the recommendations are made or the project is done. So, it doesn't motivate you to do the project? Oh, yes. I thought you said it did. No. It's more doing the project in terms of completing the report, but not in terms of what's the outcome of the recommendations. When we do a study, we make recommendations sure. to sure. higher-ups or what have you, sure. and then they act on it or not. Or not, yeah. There is no, well, there is some interest in seeing the outcome, but no vested interest in whether the outcome happens or not. Okay, happens. so the hook for you is where? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I gave, I finished the project. I gave yeah. it up after that. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't looked at it that way before. Yeah. Yeah. If you can do a project, because we started talking about, um, you know, you're observing, and there's a group dynamic, for example, and then you're right in there as a player, and you've identified it being a player. And then, and then we moved on to there's a project and then there's the satisfaction gleaned from the project, mm-hmm. right? So both of them, you're saying, call, creates identification? No. Ah, okay. I'm missing something. Well, maybe I'm not being clear. I mean, identification is with the project being completed. Okay. But after that, I pull away from it and I have no identification. Okay. Okay. I, I feel that my... Job was done, and somebody else can. Okay, so so in completing a job, can we get you to the place of no ownership, so that everything is done and you're not the doer, no matter how big, small. Yeah, well, that's how I've been acting. That's All what right. I've been doing. Okay. I don't take the ownership. I said team. Okay. So that's okay then? Yeah, that's fine. How did we end up talking about that then? <laughs> I don't know. I was just giving an example of uh, in terms of satisfaction. <laughs> am I missing something here? What am I missing here? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were talking about the value system. 
the value right. system was having the values ingrained yes. to yes. do wow. Yes. And that's what I was giving you as yes. an example. Yes. So, so the value system being able to adhere to the value or not adhere to the value, having the freedom mm-hmm. to deliver according to the value and not according to the value, according to the divine flow. Right. I want that much freedom. Mm-hmm. So that if there is a project you're doing, that it's not automatically the, you know, um, aspiring to the standard. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, that, that's in the character to aspire to that standard, but it might or it might not work out that way. True. It might be 10% of actually what I'm capable of, and it's like, that's all happened, so be it. Yeah. Are you loose enough to let that happen? Yes. Okay, good. All right, then. All right, so that, that's loose enough mm-hmm. there. Okay. So then, when you're in a scenario where, where you're usually observing it, and then somehow you get interested in something, and you lose the objectivity, and you become the guy who's, who's engaged, mm-hmm. and, and you're believing your position. Mm-hmm. That's the sticky one? No, see, uh, yeah, I get caught in them at time to time, but not always. If I get caught into it, I can pull back and pull out. Okay, so what I was after was like identify what pulls you in. Okay. Okay, and what usually pulls somebody in is their value system, Mm -hmm. but maybe you're an exception. Maybe it's not your value system. Like it's like, oh, I believe in that. I'm interested in that topic. Mm-hmm. If you believe in the topic and you've got a position about the topic, you tend to we tend to have more identification. I see. Okay. Okay. So that's the connection with the value system, but maybe it's not the value system. Maybe maybe it's something else that pulls you in. Is there is there some like normally through your life would the pattern be that you'd be an outsider or that you'd be the, in the hub? Somewhere in between. In between, yeah, all right. So depending on the situation, some situations I'm on the outside and I'm very happy yeah. being outside. Yeah. In some situation, I'm right in the middle of it. Okay. And mostly that is by necessity, not by, you know, but not by choice. Ah, you get pulled into being the center. Right. Huh. All right. And is there resistance when you're the center? I don't follow it. Do you resist it in some way, or is that kind of? Is there ownership and a fight when you're pulled into being the center? Well, if I get into the center, and then there is some ownership. Because then it's a responsibility of getting something done and pulling everybody together. But once it's done, then there is no ownership. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'd love to see you so free, Mahesh, that whether you're in the hub making mm-hmm. something happen or not, that your position of observation is the very same. That's my objective. I want to be in a place where I can just pull back and I'm trying to be just an observer and see the play of you know, consciousness, but not get involved in a character in the play. Yes. And I find it's 50-50. Aha. I am able to do that and sometimes I'm not, but increasingly the percentage is more, answer more in favor of being good. Yes, yes, yes. So getting involved somewhere in your psyche, being, you're getting something out of being the guy who's involved, who's getting stuck in. Mm-hmm. That's where you'll find the hook. There's something there that has juice for you. Mm-hmm. 
There's something there that has juice. Denise is a good sounding board. I'm yes. sure she's going to point it out. Yes. <laughs> yes, I bet she is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because you're saying it's not attachment to the outcome, you know, but but there is something, there's some juice that you're getting out of it, that's for sure. Otherwise you wouldn't trade the position of outside of all of it. You know what it could be? Is some old belief that that when when you're in a position to deliver perform when you're in the center of something that that you have to go full steam ahead that you need all your faculty to engage in it mm-hmm. in order to yeah. to deliver mm-hmm. it feels like that and that you you're you're trading the bandwidth of the absolute for this idea that 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 performance needs all of your capacity well i grew up with the notion of accomplishment Yeah. I came to U.S. and yeah. then in college and studies and work, it was the notion of accomplishment. Yeah. It's the expansion of bandwidth it started more so here. And then when I was growing up, more growing up, it was more the devotion, the bhakti tradition, which is doesn't require, necessarily require expansion of bandwidth. Yeah. It's coming here and yeah. getting involved in the spiritual interested. Yes. It's when it started. But bandwidth started to expand. Uh-huh. So transition is happening. It wasn't there from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Now we're finding it. Yeah. So now we... Okay. What, what else can I do that would expand the bandwidth and stay? Yeah. So, so number one is observe that the habit that's causing this is, is the habit of this is how I approach a task. It takes full on and I've got to do the best that I can do. I would love you to do, a, can I use an Irish phrase, a half-arsed project. <laughs> right? Like. This is what it is. Yes. Okay. And it's like, okay, let's break the golden rule of achieving well. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to be half involved in it and find out how can I loosen Mm-hmm. How can I loosen my, mm-hmm. my engagement with it? Mm-hmm. And what's going to happen is that the standard, even though, even though you know, the outcome you can drop, but the actual standard of it, uh, you're in there with having a high standard for yourself. Yeah. You're in there. Yeah. Right? So, so I'd love to see you dealing with a poor standard of something. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see what, what does that feel like because it's a bit alien to you. Yes, it is. You see? Mm-hmm. So when something is alien to us, we'll, we'll do everything we can to maintain what we're familiar with mm-hmm. and not go the opposite. So, so do something poorly. Okay. Really? <laughs> yes. Yes. Like burn, cook a pot of dal. So I know you don't cook anymore, but cook a pot of dal and burn it and serve it to guests. <laughs> and don't say anything. Don't say anything. And serve them burnt dal. <laughs> yeah, but say nothing. Say nothing. It's just like let's see how this goes. Let's just see how this goes. You know? Oh, Mahesh made this dal. It's beautiful. You know. That Denise says, and you set it all up, and you play a role, no, and you land yourself no, in it. She tell me I can't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? Just, just a setup where, like, I'm going to have to just 
squirm my way through this so that mm. I'm actually not going to be hung, drawn and quartered. Mm. The, this is not going to be a death. Okay. This is just an experience that I'm unfamiliar with. I need to be familiar with that. Uh, okay. All right? Yeah. So it'll stop that level of investment. In, in other words, less than 100% perfect. Yes. You less got than it. perfect. Oh, yeah. A good bit less than perfect. Mm. Because, because long, as long as the standard is being set by the ego, the absolute standard is being ignored. Okay. So then you have to shut out the absolute standard. It, and it's not that the absolute standard is better, it's just the way the absolute does it. Mm -hmm. So you have to shut out the absolute standard in order to do the best that you know, because you know better than the absolute. Well, you see, that's my struggle. Yeah. At one level I know absolute is. Yeah. At another level I get caught into the ego being knowing better. Knowing better. Uh, the know. ego knows better. Yeah. It can do better than God. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't reached that point. <laughs> yeah, but that's what you're saying. That, well, I'm just putting words on the uh, on I, the passion. I understand. I understand. But no, I catch myself. <laughs> okay. I don't believe you because I'm just <laughs> like we've exposed the problem, and, and I'm saying the same problem with terms he doesn't like, and now he's backing off. <laughs> so I'll have to next time to convince you otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you'll be all right about, like, I've turned out to be sloppy. Mm -hmm. My standard is, you know, I actually don't even know what it is because I've stopped looking at it. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not interested in the sense of accomplishment anymore. Mm -hmm. That's where I'd love to go. Okay. And less than happens a lot mm -hmm. and I don't care. Okay. That's where I'd like to see you go. You've got to go through an uncomfortable phase uh -huh. in order to mm -hmm. loosen the part that, that is standard-driven. Mm -hmm. okay. You think you can do it? Yeah. Yeah, great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There'll be a bit of squirming. I can. I can. I will. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good for you. Good Thank for you. Thank you. Sure, you're welcome. The dance of the mind, so yeah. how we cruise around yeah. and couldn't find each other, and then ah, there it is, there it is, you know, just trying to hide. And it's like, no part of me wanted to give up. It's like, no, no. <laughs> I know what we're after here, but we're going to find it. <laughs> we're sitting yeah. next to each other, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> teasing a pot over there. <laughs> yes, what an influence he is on me. <laughs> Okay. Sure. It's so good to be here. I um, I'm sorry I missed Michael. yesterday. Uh, Mike, Mike. Yeah, uh, yeah, much better. Uh, I'm usually good with microphones. I, <laughs> I usually have no problem with wanting to be behind a microphone. But um, <laughs> okay, I, I've been wanting to come to one of your events for many years since my wonderful sister and nephew brought you to my attention many years ago. Gave me your book, and it seems like this is a perfect time to be here and. As usual, everything that everybody's been talking about has been exactly. Who's right. your sister? Uh, Susie and Tony my is my brother. Oh, oh, Susan, it's your brother. Yes. Oh, my. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, and as usual, what everyone's been talking about is sort of what what's been consuming me. I I've created a reality for myself that is extraordinarily busy. And extraordinary demanding just just to just to function and just to get by and just to to you know, have a life to be live in the world 
And I don't think that that's necessarily bad or wrong, um, but it's so easy to just get consumed by it. Okay. And, and so far, uh, just in a little bit Friday and a little bit today, I've heard some great things because I'm always looking for tools. Sure. And um, one of the things that... that um, Occurs to me, and it's, it's, I think it's remedial, but I think it all probably always um, is is that when I get involved in the, I can be busy, but as soon as I get involved in the story and I start believing the story and start uh-huh. enhancing yeah. and embellishing the story, uh-huh. then then that's where. The effort need, I, I need to stop. I mean, I need to. I need to somehow pull back from that, and and I can do the tasks. I can interact with the people. I can do the things I need to do, but not necessarily believe my story. And that and that's pretty easy. And I think the just looking for a little help with that. Yeah. Okay, I have two questions. Do you, do you see a pattern of, of what gets you hooked into and believing the story? Yes. Um, actually, there are a whole lot of little things that suggested themselves to, to me, and then, and then that much more basic thing, which you said the, on Friday night about um, so many of our so many of the compelling things about our stories are come from youth or childhood and yeah. and and, yeah. and uh, survival mechanisms yeah. and and, um, and so quite often it's driven by something like that. It's driven by um, a need to. Uh, be valued, be a part of, be take care of, of something or someone, uh, something, something like that. And um, those things in and of themselves, I don't, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with them, but um, getting too involved in the details of it or the, the, um, the, uh, creating war and peace out of it rather than just a, a, yes. a, a, a spot and, yes. and a, a, an acknowledgement yes. that, that it's nice to be part of something. It's nice to be intimate. It's nice to be, to be involved, but it doesn't have to be complex. Okay. Okay. So if you spot, okay, I'm stuck right in here. And yeah, yeah, I know this pattern of old. Do you continue with it, or do you pull out? I I continue full on with it uh, most of the time these days, which is which is why I'm so glad to to be here right now because I yeah because um, because I haven't been working yes on, on, yes. on this on for this. a long time okay I, I, um, okay you know, just, so the second that you notice that you're in an old pattern the the moment that you open it's the moment that you recognize that there's an opening. It's like there's a, like a, 
here's your way out. Mm. If you then continue to, you know, uh, reinforce the pattern, that will close over. You'll go into a deeper layer of the pattern. And you'll be investing in the pattern, and the next time it'll be stickier. Mm. Right? Because we're kind of reinforcing, reinforcing, reinforcing a perspective. To close over that is to deny yourself life force. Mm. As soon as you get a, whoa, I'm in my drama here. As soon as you get that, say, I'm no longer supporting it. If it means that you have to break a conversation, if it means you have to like, excuse me, I'll be back in a minute, leave, leave the room, or what, it, whatever it takes, the moment that you have the glimmer, cut it. Cut it. There's a very high price to be paid from a crack coming and you're not taking the opportunity of getting out of it. There's a very high price to be paid there. What happens is over time is that the cracks, it's like, it's like, it's like the universe says, well, actually, we're not going to give him a crack. I mean, you know, it's kind of like that. If I personified energy, you know, it's like he's not interested, actually. Mm-hmm. So, so we get deeper and deeper into the density. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so it's important. Anytime you see a hook, it's like, whoa, I'm in my drama. Mm-hmm. Pull out, pull out. OK. Does overwhelm happen to you? Or do you manage the busyness well? Do you thrive in it or do you snap into overwhelm? I'm, I'm, I don't overwhelm okay, very much. Great. I, yeah. Great. I, I, I have a tendency, I either throw myself into things and, uh, or, or I can be a mule and just put my shoulders down and trudge into it. Those are my two modes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, do you have anything in your lifestyle that is a moment for you to stop? I have many things, but I rarely take the time for them these days. I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm in a position, started a business recently, um, yeah, very okay. quit the day job, have no safety net, just doing the, doing the thing, which, is, which I'm okay with. I mean, it's, sure. it's pretty much the same as everything else, it's just... The, uh, the pretense of security is gone. <laughs> so, yes. um, so I, I need to, you know, I, I need to do that. But, you know, I forget, I forget exactly what this question. It's okay. So, so there's a lot of speed around you. There's a lot mm. of, of, of like, and, and you thrive. You do fine, actually, especially if there's no overwhelm, because. That's pretty amazing. You have a capacity to like multi, multi, multitask and pull it off. And, you know, all right, okay. But the, the speed of what's around you is somehow out of kilter with what's going to resource you and your body and your nervous system. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hold on, hold on. Where is there a pause? Where is there an off the treadmill? Because I don't want you to get sick or you have an accident which makes you stop. Or these things can happen, you know? And it's like, actually, you know, I'd hate if it was like, okay, it's five years later, I started my business, I'm like, you know, it's like 2022 or something, and you're like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what I did for the last five years. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like, let's not do that. Yes. Let's not do that, because you're here. Mm -hmm. And let's go into this business with, with, with an eye on the bigger picture. You'll make better decisions. You're, everything is going to gain from it. But it will mean training your system how to step off the, the, the 
I, I've, I have to honour my to-do list. Mm-hmm. I want a space of where you don't honour your to-do list. Mm-hmm. Where you're t- really taking time out. And it's not alcohol and it's not anything, not anything at all except pure, simple time out. Mm-hmm. I would, I rarely recommend meditation, but I really do for you. Mm-hmm. I really do for you because your system will fight it. And it would be the perfect antidote to the speed mm-hmm. that's, that's coming into your life. I, I have often said that meditation is the only mind-altering thing that I've never abused. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. But I, I, and I love to meditate, but, but I, it's so hard for me to get into a pattern and then... And then you do. And then something else That's right. And, that's and, right. And it's the same with... with other forms of meditation, playing music or, or exercise or yoga or whatever, yeah. whatever those, those things that yeah. do take me out of, yeah. of the doing. The doing. Yeah. The doing. The doing. You're just going to lose a chunk of years, and if you want to do that, that's fine. That's already happened. Yeah, okay, thank <laughs> heaven. That's great. So are you ready for, like, something deeper? I... I've been ready for something deeper for a long, long, long time. But for some reason, I end up constructing roadblocks periodically. So I do work, and then I construct a roadblock, and I do work, and I construct a yeah. roadblock. And, and that's, that's been the story of my life. Yeah. Why don't you want more for yourself? Um, I do. I do want more. I mean, actually, on a, on a very, very true level, I have more. You okay. Know? I mean, I, 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 um, I'm, I'm totally fine. I'm everything. I'm, I mean, I really, I, uh, you know, we talked about abusing substances. I, I took a lot of drugs. Yeah. And I had some remarkable experiences. Yes. And many people discount them because they're drug related. Oh, thank but you. That, but oh, it's, no. But, but it, an experience is an experience. huge openings on drugs. Exactly, exactly. And, and, yeah. and um, the blessing of that is I got to glimpse some things that were way, way beyond. I, I had this intense sense of small. The, the Steve that was there just felt so small and, and so. Uh, like I was, you know, a bad child sneaking to the church or whatever. I mean, yes. I, 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 yes. I, I didn't earn my way here. I didn't, or whatever. Um, but the glimpses of that and the, and the opening of that, I've been blessed with coming back, yes. you know, yes. periodically in my life. And, and um, uh, yet it's very... I don't know. I guess there must be a part of me that just wants to be, that is compelled by the, by the story, compelled by the, yes, the craziness, or, or yes. either that or. But I think what I started to say is, I. There's a sense of stepping back from that because I guess there's a sense of unworthiness there of not achieving, yes, of, of, of coming to that sense or state authentically. Yes, yes. When will the busyness and the projects be enough? Mm, well, I mean, they really 
I'm not busy just to be busy. I'm really busy to to survive in this All in right. the world and in the society. All I mean, right. You know, to, and to can it be fun? Oh, it is. Okay, it good. Is. It is. Good. It is. I, I want to just move it away from yeah. survival and no. necessity and no, just let I, it be light. I, I, I Come to it with lightness. Have, I have a lot of fun All with, right. with it. And I, I, okay. I am uh, engaged. I'm, I engage with a lot of people and, uh, and, and we, we do have fun. And I do bring, and I do affect people's lives and I do have a spark there going on. Um, but then there's another thing to do after that. You know, and then there's, yes. and then, and the, the, the lovely thing about, about doing, I've, al- I've always thought I created my um, realities, you know, whatever okay. I ended up doing. I, there was a point in my life where I, I said, I've created a, a life where I, I survived by selling rocks. Okay. You know, I, what an amazing thing that I, I, how could I, why did I create a life where I survived by selling rocks? Yes. I, you know, I, or, yes. or, or, and, and right now it's a similar thing that, uh, you know, I've created this, this uh, thing that requires a lot of manual work and a lot of communication work and a lot okay. of things. The, but the lovely part of that is the diversity. I can be mopping floors or I can be okay. trying to... Sell okay. concepts and ideas, uh, okay. and, and both of those in so the same day. So this is all the Steve life. Mm-hmm. And and what about the rest of you? The rest of me. Yes. yes. Um, well, that's that's what it's that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Is the rest of you? And when I'm kind of trying to bring you there and see... We go back to Steve. Sure, sure, sure. And well, it's like, exactly. okay, it's like... He's uh, very good at that. Oh, I see. <laughs> but, but he's only fooling himself. <laughs> of course. Really, yeah. really. Do you know? It's just yeah. like, gosh, th- there it is again. It's mad busy and it's frantic and it's, it's like, okay, there's the roundabout again. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. And we pull back and then... <laughs> and it's like, wow. The speed and look at you now. It's calmer, it's calmer. Mm. Everything is like softer. So I'd love to see something in your life that's very still to pull back so yeah. that you can hang out in what's more than Steve. Mm-hmm. That's not something to do. If Steve makes that something to do, you'll have missed the point. <laughs> yes. You'll have missed the point. Steve is when you condense your perspective into engaging and having fun and doing something. Okay, what you really are is something else. So I'd love to put him on a bit of a smaller screen in terms of mm. your own perspective. Like you saw on, on that trip, you mm. know, uh, there's this little guy sneaking into the church, mm. in, this little tiny, he was tiny. Mm. And it's like, yeah. okay, yeah. let's take the tininess that you saw on that trip that mm-hmm. now, now the Steve that's doing, all, that's also busy is actually tiny. Move to the other end of the telescope. Yes, go to the other end of the telescope and stay there mm-hmm. and see that this, you know, this guy is mad busy on his own whirlwind here, but it's just a tiny component mm-hmm. of what's in your vista and of what you are. Mm-hmm. So whatever you can do to remind yourself of that, it can't be owned by Steve as something that he builds into his lifestyle, even though that will be, that's what I'd like but in terms of it being a lifestyle but as a priority it's like actually 
This is what's more real. It's not an achievement, it's an acceptance. You could say it like that. And a recognition. Yeah. You know, a recognition. Just to reorganize it all a little bit. And what you really are can inform the guy who likes to be busy. It can inform and support him. Whereas if you cut off the big thing and your only vista is busy Steve, see you in five years' time. And we've been there before, you're saying. You see? I, I have always... I believe that one can be mindful and be busy. It's always driven me crazy when I see people being very mindful and being so incredibly deliberate because it looks like too much work. And, and so I think that's what I really would like to do is to be able to be mindful with a certain amount of facility. <laughs> okay. It will show up differently for you than those who are like that. Because people like that are like... In Ayurvedic medicine, there's three categories. And they're, they're one of the categories where they've got stamina and they're slow and they're steady and it's kapha and it's da, 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 they like fatty foods. And okay. And then there's those that are like just all over the shop. And I have a bit of that in me myself. Do you know? Um, there's no reason why the personality... It can still be busy, but your perspective is much wider. It won't be natural for you to be super deliberate about everything. That's not Your pace is going to be zippy, but you can come from the wider view and be zippy. You see? How it acts out, it will be effortless. It will be more effort than what it is now. The speed might be the same, but it will come from an entirely different place. Lovely. You see? So it's not going to dishonor the personality, you know, your your zippy way can oh. still be there. There's no, there's no, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. That's just the fire that you have, you know. It's lovely. Thank you. So, so let that be enriched with a broader perspective of really what this is all about. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. You're very welcome, Steve. Hi, Phyllis. Do you want to come up anywhere at some point? Yes. Good. Sorry. Hi. Hi. I've been looking um, steadily at the wider perspective and how it can come and go sometimes. And last night, something quite wonderful happened, which was that I got re-traumatized, and I, I, I'll tell the story. So I was visiting a friend, and someone started shooting guns down the street, and I, I have lived in the Middle East and was shot at a lot, so I had very deep PTSD, and I got through most of it. And at the time, all of a sudden, I had this stunning fear. I was... Um, uh, all I could think to do was to go hide in the hall. So the last night, last night, wow. all this happened last night. Wow. And I just, I forced myself to lie in bed and not go into fear. And eventually, I had to go sit on the couch by the front door and guard it for a little while. And then I fell asleep. 
And then I woke up and I was in the wider perspective. And I was looking at all of this. And it occurred to me that what you talked about yesterday morning when you erased the tape and you talked yourself through that, that that could be very useful for this kind of situation. Yeah. So yeah. I want to ask you if you could show how to do that in a very practical way, because I have no, I'm all about now things falling away, so I don't need this to come back in any, in any shape or form. And uh, I don't think things like this happen by accident. Sure. It's, so if you can... Uh, so you don't want it to come back. What's wrong with it coming back? What, what, uh, the fear. I, I don't have any... Uh, I don't feel I have any need or wish or... Uh, I feel like I'm done with that. And uh, yeah. so, I, I, so I feel that it's... Last night as I was scanning my body, I felt like it was embedded yeah. physically. Okay. And so I don't want to start telling stories about it and yeah. getting caught up in yeah. that cycle. Okay. So it's about having an appropriate response to an appropriate stimulus. Yes. Yes, that's exactly. really That's really where we're at. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so I think someone said earlier, there are times when, you know, you're, uh, a, a rabid dog comes after you, you have to run. Yes, I mean, there of course. There are moments like that. That's an appropriate stimulus right. to run. And if you're sure. going off in a city is not... A usual thing. Yes. So I think you know to have some concern, but then it stopped. Yes. And the person I was with had no concern once it That's stopped. That's right. Once and, it stopped. And yeah. for me, it just kicked in this old yes. tape. Yes. So I was wondering the best way to yes. handle such a thing. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. In, in psychology, yeah. you can say you're not where you were 30 years yeah, ago sure. and you can tell yourself all you that. can talk into it but I yeah. don't think it I don't think it roots out the the, de the yes. deepest aspect of it yes 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 yeah okay so there's a pattern in your body and some neurological wiring mm -hmm. that makes this happen and when you go into the wider perspective do you have a what does the wider perspective have have to say about it oh nothing's it, it's simply inquiring. Yeah. So it was looking in my body where it was, and I found I found physically where it was located. Right. And I was able to be very relaxed. Okay. Okay. And it might just be that, that that have a conversation with where it's located in your body, because what you got to do is change cellular cellular memory there. That's really what we're talking about. And it's enough to locate it. To change so if you can find it someplace in your body, yes, you're on it. Okay. Because you, you know what organs it in, or what chakras it it's in, or whatever mm. way you have of you know labeling and interpreting mm. that part of your body. Right. It's the same thing. Um, so it thinks it's keeping you safe. Right. You see? Yes, exactly. So it's the survival mechanism. Yes. So it's your existential question. It's yes. like, and 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 this is the thing that protects you. Mm. So so. Really, you're looking at transcending the idea of, of physical death. It's, yes. it's the preservation, mm -hmm. right? So, so that's where it's located for you. Mm -hmm. And so to get your body to literally to change the intelligence of your cells. To like, death is going to come. Yes. You are no longer held responsible for keeping me alive. Mm -hmm. 
If your cells can know that. So you actually give your cells freedom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's in your body, you see. The memory so is... beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You're just, you're just repatterning the intelligence of your cells. That's, that's it. And, and the way is by looking and talking to them. That works. Yes. That, that works. And then if it doesn't work, we're looking at like kinesiology or right. repatterning. Or, there's loads of ways you can right, do it. But right, you, right. That's, all, that's all you're going to yes. end up with. Yes. Is, is for, you know, is for the body to release it and for the neurology to support that. You know? Perfect. With, with understanding of like, no, that you're, you're not preserving me anymore. You're just playing memory here. This is not what preservation is about. And, and when this body goes, it goes. And it won't be because you did a bad job either. Yes, yes. You know? Yes. It's, I'm so interested these last years in looking straight at death. Yes. And I'm actually working in hospice with the dying. Ah, good. So, yes, it's fantastic. Good. So all of that reflects back. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Yeah. All right, thank you. That's, yeah, sure. That's a big help. Sure, you're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. Sure, yeah. And then, Marie, do you want to come first? Because I'm, I'm, I'm pulling for people who, um, who haven't been up already. Hi. 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 Um, I wanted to ask you about what happened yesterday. Yeah, pull up closer. But um, I'm like, I think I'm having the DTs right now. Like I'm sweating and my oh, heart is pounding. I feel like my teeth are shaking. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of what movement. Yeah. Do you need to know, or can it just be unraveling? Does it help you to know, or is it just a distraction? Yeah, I was curious. That's all. Uh, yeah. Okay, so yesterday um, I was standing up here and went, oh, and breathe, there's something going on, and I physically had to move away because there was all this turbulence going on, and I said, are you aware of it? And she goes, no. <laughs> so that's kind of a bit of background. Um, um, what, what I saw, but it's your experience. I mean, this is, this is, you've got to, you know, you, you own it or reject it. It's up to you. Um, uh, it, it, it was around um, an interpretation of power. Here's what I saw was that phenomenal power and the rejection of it and that pattern and moving to the place of absolute power and integrating what that really is without the mind having any version of, of the positives and negatives of that power. Mm-hmm. Absolute power kind of coming to rest in you and you being able to honor that mm-hmm. without the ideas that come from the dualistic realm. That's what I saw yesterday. And then, middle of the night last night, it was like, whoa, I was conscious of um, uh, of you changing your relationship with intensity. That you have a capacity to get intense that shows up when identification is happening. And if you spot intensity, it's like it's an ingredient that brings in identification. 
And if you can spot intensity rising, because I think you can feel that rising in your body very quickly. And if you can spot it at the intensity level, I think you'll be able to cut a lot of identification. So there was two parts. The intensity is the mind, is it? Yeah, I think it's, it's like it's the energetic cranking up before the mind. It's like what the mind does in the body in order to create the total belief that you are Anne-Marie and that, you know, and that now, now I have to manage or protect myself or, you know, there's just Anne-Marie then. There's just Anne-Marie and, uh-huh. and she's, she's, she's in her personal world. So it's like the intensity is felt somehow in your body because it's what the mind is doing to crank up so that it's only using the self-referencing me, myself, I network. Mm-hmm. And you're losing the, any kind of wider, relaxed mode mm-hmm. that gives you a wider view. Okay. You know, right now, I like my mind doesn't know what to do. Yay! <laughs> Great. But um, yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. Okay. Um. I mean, what, what is, I guess I have a problem with the word power. You know, is there another word for this? Okay. Influence? Potency? Catalyst, whatever the mm-hmm. the verb would be for catalyzing. But in a non-personal way, like this influence, this... I don't know, what, what does that look like? In a non-personal way, ah. You're going to have to trust it. You're going to have to trust it. Sometimes it shows up as silence. And sometimes it shows up with a sword. And you have no guarantee of what it's going to do. None at all. But there is total abandon because you get out of the way. Yeah, I know. I know that. Like, I can feel that. Okay. Um, when there's absolutely no Anne-Marie and that, yeah. that, that is allowed to have free reign. Can, can you let that happen? Um... I don't know. It's like, it just feels, um, it's hard to land it, you know? Um, I don't know if, I mean, I'm kind of afraid of it. Yeah, and Marie is. Yeah. Because she's not there when uh-huh. it's, when it's, and she's imagining that there will be awful consequences or she has to run a I story. I could kill someone. Yes. That's what it will tell you. That's, it, it, that's what it will tell Anne-Marie. Because it's not in Anne-Marie's uh, advantage. You know, it's, it's, not, it, she do, it's not in her interest to get out of the way. 
Because she's not real anyway. Right. So she's going to make it really frigging unfavorable, unsavory. She has to create a terrible story out of it. Because what's the opposite? She's gone and she surrenders mm-hmm. and, and she's dead. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the idea of, of, of killing comes up because it's her own annihilation. It's not like Anne-Marie being careless or reckless. It's about her standing out of the way. <clears throat> Do you know? Mm-hmm. And, and the biggest picture, you know, doing its thing. Being trusted. And if, if it does kill somebody and it ends up in jail, it won't matter. It won't be bothered. Because it will know, yes. I don't know if I'd like that, though. Yes, the Anne-Marie wouldn't. The Anne-Marie wouldn't. Uh, but there comes a kind of a point of like, okay, whatever you would have me do, it's fine. Whatever right. you would have me do. You know? I feel the disintegration kind of happening. Um, but there's also um, this other part going, what about me? You know? Yes, yes. Yes. Can she be kind of just gently laid to rest? Yes, she's really exhausted anyway. It's a full-time job maintaining this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like with gratitude laying her to rest instead of like knocking her off, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But there needs to be some trust in in, in 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 your greater self, you know? In what you really are. Mm-hmm. That that doesn't have to be monitored by the gatekeeper, as if Anne Marie is a gatekeeper. It's like, hmm, hmm. She's probably just protecting herself. And that's her own history, because that's what we all do, you know? Mm-hmm. Preserve and protect. You know? Yeah. Okay, that's enough. Okay. Thanks. Sure. You're welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Um, I came last year, and it cracked something open for me, big. That's carried through now and um, last year I processed like the two really big hooks for me in this lifetime and uh, um, life is still I'm still here (laughs) So the two things that I processed with you are still in my life. Okay. Um, but the place that I approach it and the, there's just not that pain and suffering around both. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that you touched on last year that I've held on to and I visually have seen you do what you did and how you used your hands. I, I play that over and over. 
and you, and, it, and it's something that brought me a lot of comfort when I was sitting down and, and you haven't touched on it. And you said in this dual, dual non-dual, non-dualistic life, and you, you painted this, um, this line and you described, um, that you, Jack, choose to come into this spot right and tune in but what's been before and what's been after has already been something like that or something yeah. like that yeah and I've been trying to do that for myself yeah and it frees up a lot of it just offers me so much freedom yeah like the freedom that I've really searched for yeah in this lifetime yeah um, and the mind wants to say, oh, well, you're just trying to find something else to escape what is. And that may or may not be true. Mm. Um, but that consciousness you kicked off this weekend by saying, what I'm telling you, you already know. And in the depths of my being, I know what you're saying. I understand it on a level that's not mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and a part of me didn't even want to come up here at all. Sure. Not out of resistance, but out of wanting to just take everything in. Okay. And just expand without the words. Yes. Yes. But then, but I also didn't want to have, I didn't want to miss out on an opportunity to have you in the body and, and to be face to face and um, to really welcome any more of what you may suggest for me. Sure. I'm only a mirror for what you already know. I yes, mean, thank you. Really, really and truly. Okay. I, um, why do you think there could be avoidance in, in that wider view of seeing that the timeline is just a dot and it expands? What, why do you feel that there could be avoidance there? What's your mind telling you that you're not looking at when you're doing that? Um, the mind will say... You're just using this new escape. You've tried so many other escapes. This is just another one of your drug of choices to miss out and not be a part of. Okay. So when you go into the expansion, do you see the genuine inauthenticity of suffering? Yes. Okay, then you're not avoiding. If you're yes. doing it as a band-aid, okay, then it's a drug, a new drug of choice. No, no, no. But if it's like, oh my God, that's so not real. That's just a loop I was running. If you're getting that insight, then, then absolutely go into that expanded place. If it's coming with insight into the invalidity mm -hmm. of, of a, a suffering loop, a suffering pattern, a, a story that you're running. It, 
that that's what you're looking for is to see the inauthenticity of what mind says yes and i do see that yeah um there's no avoidance in that yeah in that if it's a true ah recognition there's no avoidance in it but you've left the place of expansion the moment that the mind says this is just another technique that you're using now you've left the expansion uh-huh. Now you're going back into some kind of doubting and self-sabotage and something. So I would like to expose that. That voice that's still being believed which says, "Oh, this spiritual practice is just your latest technique in a long list of drugs of choice." Yes. All right? Yes. So so you haven't seen through that loop which says which says, "Oh, that's just escapism." you're not being with what is that's the false voice that you haven't seen through mm-hmm. you're not seeing it yet mm a little blurry yeah yeah uh, i'm yeah there's a part <clears throat> that's resonating yeah um Okay, can I just go a little deeper? Please. Um So the two things that came up last year was, you know, my open heart surgery, I've had a heart attack, I mean a lot of stuff. And one thing that I got this weekend that you shared is you said, you know, if we don't deal with things head head on, like it really will kind of manifest in the body so that it has to wake us up. And over this last past year, that I I see the gift in all of that. Yeah. In all of it. Yeah. um truly yeah the second thing was the my son and the hook and the stories um and the comfort that i get in looking at that timeline is like this is just a snippet of what is and so to to deal with chance it's like it's in the big scheme of things like it just is just a moment so whatever suffering i put on his choice of being in this lifetime that juice is just not like so it just it it's a little bit still sure I'm his mom. Yeah. But it was drowning me last year. Yes. And it's yes. just not this year. Yes. And something in it has freed up an ability for me to 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 live in expansion. Yes. And to allow him to live in expansion. Yes. Yes. And to get in union with all of that knowing that that's all there is. Yeah. and to get out of the way for it. Yes. But some part of you I think is 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 wondering am, am I avoiding something? Am I missing something? That's why I'm here. That's what you have running. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is is that a thought that you can trust? Is that a thought that's You see somewhere that that thought is just a thought and it's bullshit and it's another trick of mind yeah. to bring you back in. Yes. Right? Yeah. But some part of you is saying, but what if it's true? Yes. 
and I've been <clears throat> leaning more into that. And so, what if it's true? Yeah. And just recently, um, just driving down the street, like something will just lift, and it's that expansion of knowing that I'm part of everything. Yeah. And nothing. Yes. Um, like those have been coming around a lot more. Yes. Okay. So leaving space for the human experience. Yes. Anytime that thought comes up, it's just like, all right, my humanity is here. That's fine too. There's expansion, but there's humanity. And it feels like right now they're a little bit disconnected. So it's an either or. Mm-hmm. So your mind is saying, well, you know, mm, what, what, maybe you're denying something. So there's like an either or. When, when, when we talk about those perspectives, they're all there simultaneously. Just depends on where you're looking from, which is what gives validity to it. But it feels like for you, when you go into the expansion, that you're kind of losing sight of the, the dualistic realm. Like, the, it's, they're all there together. They're, diff, they're valid at different times, depending on where we're looking from. You can't use one as a painkiller. There, you, you can't hop out of one to get rid of the pain of, from another. And that's what that thought is saying. It's like, whoa, you, you, maybe you're denying something. Right? So we, using it as a painkiller isn't going to work. Sure, your mind is onto something there. But there is no denial of your humanity. It exists within a certain level of perspective. As does unity, it exists within a certain perspective. And then there's outside both of those. Rather than switching on and switching off, can you, can you shift to a place of where, yeah, they're, they're all valid lenses of perception. I can freely flow between one and the next. There's, there's Sage, the mom, the, the woman who has a physical human experience. And sure, her son will always be tied to her apron strings at some physiological level. That's parenting. And then there's there's my capacity to, to merge into all of it, where there is no sun and there is no heart, condi- heart condition because there's, it's just what's the same is obvious. And then there's outside of all of that, and that's the only thing that's real. Now, can they be kind of in a line? Can they be like layers of clothing? You know, you've got a T-shirt and a shirt and a jacket. Do you know? And, and, and you take them off and put them on as they're needed, as life requires. It's, oh, I like that. You see? Yeah. It's more that it's layered. The densest one being the dualistic one. That's the deepest one. It, it's, it's, it's a very holistic position. Nothing is denied. There's a place for all of it. But there's a capacity and an appropriateness um, that when everything kind of settles in and we embody it, there's an appropriateness about what lens of perception we're looking from at any time. Okay. You see? Yeah. So when you reference to get behind, yeah. is it like getting behind and looking through what is... only there and lining up the lenses to yeah. like view it all? That's it. 
You got it. Yeah. You got it. Your place, your home, your place is outside of all of it. And then there's the unity and there's the dualistic. Uh And they're both there and they come in and Mm -hmm. out. But you stay outside of all of it because that's really where it's at. That nothingness is what you are. And the other perspectives, movie theatres show up. They're only completely real when you've lost touch with... with, uh, Capital R, what's real. When you lose touch with outside of all of it, then there's only that perspective. And your mind is interested in only having that perspective. So it's going to say that the wider view is avoidance and escapism, Mm. right? That's identification. When you're glued up against it and you've lost the position of what's capital R real. If you've lost that position, then the other lens of perception will, will show up as real, as if it's real. But it's not. That's believing the movie that your mind is, is, is playing. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. You see? So find home. Stay there. If it means going back, going back, going back a gazillion times a day to, to, to remind yourself, whatever it takes, stay there. That's when you wake up, you stay there. And the other... The other movies, the unity consciousness, the non-dual and the dualistic story of good and bad and right and wrong and value systems and all that, they come in and out, but you never invest in them. You just don't because you know it's just movie material. Mm -hmm. You see? Yes. Yes. Great. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you're suggesting? If you could crack that, I'd be very impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's, that's what your mind is doing. It's noticing that when, one, when, when the unity consciousness is there, that the other one is out of view. So while it's saying you're using unity consciousness as a band-aid, what it really is offering you is like, hey, these subjective realities can be in place at the same time. They don't have to cancel each other out. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. It's that outside of both of them is home. Yeah. You see? But at the moment, you're kind of swapping one out for the other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see? All right. So go outside of all of it. Make it home. Learn how to stay there. So when you're like the interconnectedness, the expansion is happening, it's like deeper than this, deeper than this. Go deeper than the unity, unified field. And there's kind of nothing there. Mm-hmm. But it's like a rejection of the unified field. Not towards duality, but towards, I don't know, pre-concept. You see? Thank you. Yeah. Sure. You're welcome. I'm conscious of you. You're having a tough time? Yeah. Yeah. I really need to pee. It's <laughs> time for lunch, what I'd like to do, can, can you guys hang on for another 20 minutes? Because this, this is I'm boiling. Go you won't go up? No. Will you do it from there if I give you a mic? Okay, let's break for lunch. Let me have a pee and I'll come back to you. Okay? I, I want to I wanna sit with you.